In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. We're blessed today at the Bible study to have with us Father Matthew from the Indian Orthodox Church, and he's going to be sharing with us uh, a word. Glory be to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, unto ages and to ages, forever and ever. Amen. My Lord Father, dear friends, I think 97, I used to go to a, Greek, uh, a Coptic church in, in Athens, and every Saturday I associated with them, with the youths there, and on Sunday I will attend the liturgical service with the Coptic church and have wonderful food, and then I'll, co I'll come back to my monastery where I was staying in Greece. And after that, I think this is the first time I'm getting an opportunity to speak in the, in the Coptic Orthodox Church. So I'll try to explain. I don't know, I, I've heard so much about Father. He's a great speaker. He leads Bible studies so well. But compared to him, I'm nothing. So don't have high expectations about me, what I'm going to talk. But as you all know that we have gathered here in the house of the Lord to praise and worship. The first thing is that we prepare ourselves in holiness. We prepare ourselves to this place and we create the sanctity of this place, understand that where I am sitting. We all recently, uh, I attended the Coptic ministry at the uh, University of Houston and the bishop spoke about consecrating your senses. I think when we come to the church, the first thing we need to do is to consecrate our senses so that that's why the prayer and the fellowship and the, we all come together so we consecrate and bring that holiness and we don't see that this person is less holy this person is more holy we look holiness into ourselves that how can I relate myself to God Almighty how can the holiness of God Almighty come into me are you guys understanding what I'm saying good you have any questions before I go on very unusual that the Orthodox priest is standing here and speaking today. Yes or no? Yes or no? Oh, not yet. Okay, thank you. So let me ask you a couple of questions before I move into my topic. Why do we pray? Why do we come to church? Can I move around, Father? Okay. Why do we pray? Any answer is correct. To praise God. To praise God. Thank you. Yes. To, talk to, to talk to God then. <coughs> you all are correct. What is the purpose of talking to God? What is the purpose of praising God? Why? To build a relationship. You are correct. Any other answers? What is the end result of all these things? Thank you. That is my first point. We all have to think that salvation is for us. Paul says in a different way. Paul says salvation is present tense, past tense, and future tense. Do you understand what does that mean? So we, when we live in holiness, what happens in us? Salvation is a process. What happened to our church fathers? They went through the process of salvation. And what are we looking forward? How do we end the Nicene Creed? We look for the resurrection of the dead. And whose life to come? Whose life? What is the last word? Can you say that? In our church is little different, but we are all the same. 
we believe in one no the last part you can say it's okay don't worry that you are the life the age to come what is that age called as the second coming the second thing we must be worried every church we attend every praise says we do every the holy kurbana what we say eucharistic service the eucharistic service we attend the second thing we must be always aware of that there is a second coming what is the first thing salvation the second thing see you are so good father so you learned two things so every holy kurbana we say kurbana the liturgy sorry the liturgy we attend every office of the prayer that we do every family worship we do we must be bearing something in our mind is that i have to have number one salvation the second thing the second coming the third thing you can guess and that will be the right answer doesn't mean that there is no praising god there is no relationship with god these all things are there but what are the things that has to keep us moving if you don't have salvation why should we pray why should we go to church if there is no salvation if there is no eternal life do we need to come to church we can leave anybody like any any people and that's over so what is the th third thing can you guess start guessing there is nothing wrong in it he recently celebrated his birthday so he knows lot of answers <laughs> was very happy on that day i was also joining his happiness what will be the third thing good <laughs> salvation then second coming eternal life one more thing we are missing that is the most important faith is there of course if we don't have faith we don't have a relationship there is no judgment i gave you a point <laughs> judgment so four things remember every liturgy we attend every office of our prayer every relation every confession we do we have to bear these four things in mind that there is salvation there is second coming there is eternal life and there is judgment so when we live keeping these four things in our mind saint matthew says one thing in chapter 5 verses 48 can anybody say that verse without looking into google and asking google and asking siri i want you to learn this verse by heart today you be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect can you repeat you means not you let how is in the coptic version father is there a different bible that we use differently here what what is can you say that what is written there it says e be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect is that correct matthew 5 48 saint matthew chapter 5 verses 48 so every liturgy we attend what is making us growing to perfection therefore you shall be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect you know there are how many verses in the in the fifth chapter of matthew 48 it ends with 48 so christ is telling us to do 47 things 
in our lives. So what happens to the end? We will grow into perfection. Are you able to understand? Is it okay? My language is okay? I speak Malayalam, you know. I speak Hindi. I, spe I grew up in the north of India, so I speak more Hindi. You know the songs of Hindi songs? Yes, I hear. So they're so happy. So Hindi songs and then English too. And I grew up in the, in the north of India, but my parents were from the south. So we migrated to the north and we lived there. So I handled Malayalam, Hindi, and English. But English is not my first language. Because I came to U.S., I'm learning English. Hope my English is good. <laughs> not very good if I'll make mistakes. So what is the Bible passage I taught you? My teaching method is different. I don't like standing here and going through one hour of studies. I want your participation. Otherwise, we don't learn. Oh, Father was very good. He gave some sermons. What was the topic? Yeah, he spoke about, you know, yeah. No, I want you to spend one hour of quality time with me. So what is our biblical passage? Matthew chapter 5, verses 48. There are how many pa verses in the book of Matthew? 48. What is Christ teaching us to do? 47 verses to do practice in our life so that, therefore, you be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. In the Old Testament, have you heard the word of theosis? What is theosis means? Theosis means becoming like God. Can we become God? How are we created? In his image and likeness. So I'll, your name is Chris. Is that correct? See. So if I look at Chris, how does he look like? Definitely like, like God? No? Yes or no? How many of you say that he looks like God? Raise your hands. <laughs> we were all were created in the image and likeness of God. What happened to the likeness? We are still in the image of God. What happened to our likeness when we do wrong things? When we go away from God? When we back and serve our parents? I, our, our kids do a lot. I don't think the, the Coptic children are ex, ex, they're so great. This is so good. Inshallah. <laughs> uh, so, so I know that you are good. So th the thing is that when you go through persecution in life, that makes your life stronger. A deeper relationship with. Nowadays we don't have deeper relationship. We have just temporal relationship. When we come to church, it's just like the we take the liturgical books and we keep it here on Sunday. We come back the next Sunday. Our relationship with God is to that extent. Let us have a very deeper relationship with God on a daily basis. So let me come to the first point. Why do we pray? Salvation for salvation. For we are waiting for the second coming. We are praying that what happens if Christ comes right now? Will you be happy? No? You know, he is not happy. He wants to celebrate one more birthday. <laughs> I am happy. I'll be so happy that I will be saying, Oh my God. Christ never came when I was doing my liturgy in the in the Orthodox Church. It came when it was in the Coptic Church. So we pray together. For four things. Number one, salvation. Second coming, eternal life and judgment. So everything that you do wrong, you will be judged. No matter. For that, we have 
a special thing in our church, a special sacrament, confession. How sincerely we do confession, I don't know. It is up to you. If your confession, if you're coming to the Holy Father and doing confession and you're missing some part, what does that mean? The confession is? Doesn't serve your purpose because you're hiding something and going back. What happens? You go for a car wash and this guy didn't do proper car wash. He, did, he, he left some dirt there. What happens? Will you be happy? With Same thing. Confession means cleansing. That's why Matthew says very clearly, you be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. And it doesn't happen all of a sudden. I, I got married and I have two children. It is a process. I didn't have a nine-year-old son all of a sudden. I didn't have a 20-year daughter all of a sudden. Her growth was a progress. Spirituality, holiness is a, is a process. Don't try that one. There are people in, there are certain ch children, there are certain faithful in churches. They come to one day to attend the service and they feel they're so holy. It's okay. But holiness doesn't happen overnight. You have to practice. You have to live a life. You have to lead a life. You have to set examples. Recently I was reading a book called Becoming the Icon of Christ. We have to be like that. We have to become icons. When I go through this icon, I pass through this icon, how do we I relate with St. George? That is important. Yeah, St. George, he prays for me. My job is over, his job is over. If God doesn't answer, there is a story, you know, a guy, he was having exa exams, and he said, St. George, I'm going for exams. I'll give you $100. This guy failed. What, will, what he will say to St. George? Who lost $100? <laughs> Our faith is like this. We are, you know, today we live in a world, everything is even management. You know that? We go to wedding parties, we assign people. Nowadays, faith is also become like this. Father, please pray for me. It's okay to say that. But do I pray? Do I pray sincerely? I am assigning something to Father Matthias and saying that, Father, pray for me. My job is over. You know why? Because the church has assigned him as the priest here. So his job is to? What is my job? What is my job? Both has to go. If your cell phone is not working, don't blame the tower. If the tower is not working properly, don't blame the cell phone too. It has to have a connectivity. My, I have a very good cell phone, but the, there is no, what is that called as? That the cell phone tower is not working. Whom to blame? We'll blame the company. Don't blame each other. Let us have a relationship, continuous and consistent relationship of holiness. That's very important. So let me recap what I said. Four things. Chris, what was my first point? Good. What was my second one? Very good. The third one? And the fourth one? Judgment. And what was the biblical passage, my brother? Very good. Father, they are trained. <laughs> it's there so now it is your job that every liturgy you attend, every prayer you said, Father, I want the last prayer that I want to print a copy to my children. The very 
good prayer to say in the before you go to sleep that the last prayer the conclusion prayer do we do that every night before we pray i think you must have a print out before you sleep how tired you are you must say that prayer the beauty of the prayer written by fathers to make us worthy to cleanse ourselves so these are the introductory things so why we pray that i am worried about judgment i am worried about the second coming i am worried about salvation i am worried about eternal life so i want all these four things to happen in my life and in my the life of my parents my children and everything so i pray i go to church this is the purpose of going to church and praying so let me bring your attention to two biblical passages the book of luke chapter 19 can you guess what is that passage must be luke chapter 19 i am diabetic so i need a glass of water in between to just if you can please father no father please what is the story of sacius let us discuss together what happens i was assigned to a parish so i i went to that parish and that the parish priest always talks about sacius so after 18 years i went to the church and i was been the assistant priest so that day the priest was giving the sermon again his every sermon sacius comes in between no matter what happens so there was a parishioner when um money means you know son daughter can i get a glass yes thank you sorry too demanding sorry is easy for me to sit so so i went to the parish assistant priest very young priest so the priest every message he talks about what that is his masterpiece so there was a parishioner there he was sitting there father can you give a sermon to this young priest who came here because for the last 18 years you have made sacrifice sit on the tree bring him down today so that this young priest can say something so every priest has a story of sacrifice you don't worry <laughs> so let me divert your attention to something else so the sacrifice the story of sacrifice what happens he is a man of what happens what is he what is his profession cpa cpa tell in american <laughs> he is a cpa do you know cpa means tax collector certified public accountant <laughs> so sacius was and where was he sitting where not but what was his job let's analyze his job in which city was the so jericho is the main entrance of all the people coming in and out so he gets lot of money mucha money mucha dolaria spanish mucha dolaria so he gets lot of money what happens when you get lot of money you want more money then what happens you become selfish thank you then what happens you want more water thank you so let us discuss okay tell me more what happens so imagine it it's i was accused I got lot of money. I'm getting lot of money. What happens in me? I am a member of this parish. What happens to me? I have lot of money. You show off, thank you. Then, 
pride then the godly nature of that person if that person has not been being he was not bringing in a proper what happens the absence of god is in his life is there and here he has everything except one thing god so what is his intention to see who christ is he is doing so many things let me also i have money can i buy what he is his whatever he is doing so he wants to see what sacius is so he did everything is over what happens every sunday in my parish i have to announce 150000 times to buy a, uh, a what we call a screen or oh, please please donate please donate you we get tired but sacius come to the house of the lord did jesus christ ask for any charity did he announce any anything for money who is saying all these things christ didn't say a word he entered the house of the sacius and what was the first thing he is saying today salvation has come to your house you are the son of abraham don't forget this one so i'm going to teach you one more bible verse what is that so don't forget about all he has everything except christ in his life and christ comes to the house of zacchaeus and they didn't have much dialogues the first thing he says to zacchaeus is that zacchaeus today salvation has come to your house you are also a son of why abraham there he should have said something else the son of jesus christ or son of something else but he said something abraham there why abraham is mentioned why father of fathers good so my topic is more about this passage so we have to say in our daily life when we come to church we have to listen the voice from heaven from god almighty that chris you are the son of abraham salvation has come to you can we hear that voice on a daily basis because this when we come to church when we pray what happens in our life it is just like christ coming to the house of sacius was sacius a good person whether i am a good person if i am a good person why should i come to church i come to church to be perfect so entering jesus christ into our hearts and what the voice have to we have to listen today salvation has come and you are the son of abraham if you turn to book of genesis chapter 18 What is the story there? Just look into your Bible. Is it okay? Are you able to understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Eh? Okay, good. Come on. Speak out louder. Abraham and Sarah, how it starts? Can you start? I have the Bible. You want Eighteen, mm-hmm. the hospitality of. We do we have a icon of hospitality here? What happens in the story? Abraham and Sarah they were married. You know that. Yeah. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> and what was Abraham doing? 
taking a nap. And then what happens? Have you heard this story? Eh? Not the Lord appeared. Not the angel appeared. Three strangers, three people came. And what happens to Abraham? He, he goes, not wakes up Sarah. He welcomes them. Come to my house. I'm going to give you, what is the best Coptic food? <laughs> what is that? Macaroni and vegetable. Don't say like that. <laughs> I know that. That's not it. What is the best Coptic food? Huh? Yes. So he made the special thing. How much he's making? Can you see the portion in the Bible? How much he makes? A large portion. How many? How much? For three people, how much is the portion? What is that? Three measures of? And then? Cake. And then? Calf. How much? The whole calf. So this much is needed for three people? What, is the, what does that mean to us? He is giving everything out of his abundance. Do we order ten steaks when we go to two people, three people to eat? No. I wish, Chris. <laughs> so the hospitality of Abraham. Let us compare this passage with the book of Luke. What is the passage of Luke? Luke chapter 19. Here is Genesis 18. The hospitality of whom? Abraham. Now let us compare with the life of, of Zacchaeus. The hospitality of Zacchaeus. He comes to Christ and he said, I'm going to do four times more. Why should he should have not told four times? Why four times in the Bible? Can you guess why he said, I'm going to give everything four times more? Why? Anything, in, it's in the biblical tradition. If you do something good, your four generations will be carrying that goodness in your life. If you do something bad, what happens? Four generations. So Sacchaeus doesn't have to have to have any problem that whatever he did wrong, he doesn't want that to be carried by any of his four generations. So he's giving everything in abundance. So let me come to the story of Abraham and Sacchaeus. What is the word he is hearing from Christ? Today salvation has come to this house and you are the son of Abraham. Need a break? Okay, let me tell me, tell me what I taught you today. Okay, tell me. What was the first passage I said? Matthew 5, 48. What it says? Therefore, you be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. The four things that we have to remember in every liturgy, every prayer that we offer in our house or the church, we must be this in our head. We have to keep that in our mind, in our body, and we have to think, oh, what happens if I pray and Christ is coming, second coming? Then everything I, you know, I did wrong, I come to the church, or I pray, I have to think, I did something wrong, for therefore I will be having judgment. Eternal life means with whom? With Christ. And the first thing I said? Salvation. salvation. So uh, then I said, this is the purpose of our prayer. This is the purpose of coming to church. Don't come to church if you don't believe in these four things. Don't waste your time. Is it correct? And then 
I, I took your attention to which passage in the Bible? Luke chapter 19. What is the story of that person? Zacchaeus. I said, Father, this is the, pr the, the passage that we read in our house blessings. <coughs> the same thing. Yeah, so we read that passage in the when the house is being blessed, we read this gospel passage. So this is taken from where? Christ is quoting from where? Genesis, the hospitality of Abraham. But he's saying something to Abraham because of his four qualities. Let me, so remember all these things. Too many things I'm giving? No. Number one, why did Christ say today salvation has come to this house? You are the son of Abraham. Why Abraham's life has been compared? He should have compared of Moses or Elijah or Isaiah or somebody else or even Mother Mary. Why did Christ say in particular, today salvation has come to this house because you are the son of son of Abraham. Can you guess? Now it's your time. I want everybody to say something. I won't allow anybody to be quiet. Yes. Guess one thing. It's okay, Father. <laughs> Say one more thing, Father. It's okay, Father. <laughs> Tell me. Don't read the passage. There is nothing written there. Why, why Abraham? Why Abraham? Because his generation was blessed. Anything else? Guess something. He, he didn't look, read the Bible. He just guessed one thing. And there's a right. Don't worry. Just try one. Thank you. The father of the nation. Okay, good. So what, what do you said? Do you remember? His generations. Father. Okay. Then, sir. Try. Mafi Mushkil. I know Kefalak because I lived six months in, in Egypt. I've been blessed and honored. I'll tell the story towards the end. Tell me, th I'll tell the story. I've been, I've been so blessed to stay six months with the uh, uh, blessed memory of Pope Shinura. Six months. And I went to all the monasteries. I'll tell you the story later <laughs> when we end. Okay, please come. I have only ten more minutes. Guess one thing. No, not Sakyus, Abraham. Abraham was Jewish too. <laughs> so in, in, when you go to India, when you go to give sermons in churches, so the people before the, the Vesper starts, people will come and uh, sit together and they will have a coffee and they will say, Father, what are you going to talk? So the, f the priest has come prepared to say something. He will say, today I'm thinking about talking about uh, the alcoholism. No, Father, don't say. Because there are so many people in this church, they have alcohol shops. So the, f the priest will decide, let me do something else. Then he said, I'm going to talk about drugs. Oh, no, Father, you know, there are so many people, they have the... <laughs> you got the answer, hold on. So the <laughs> I thought... <laughs> So the, s the second people said, no, no, Father, don't say, because we have these people are selling these drugs here, so don't tell about drugs. So the, this priest was going through so many topics. Finally, Father said, I'm going to talk about the Jewish. Yes, Father, you talk. There is nobody here. 
in this village who is Jewish. <laughs> so when the Jewish tourist, he's also Jewish, don't worry. So what is your answer? The covenant? Yeah, good. Anything else? Father of the nation, generations, covenant. He had a wonderful covenant with God. He promised his blessings. Good. Anything else? Number one. Thank you so much. The faith in God. The faith in God. How many of you we have faith? We have faith. Is our faith so strong? Like Father Abraham. When he was called... He just left everything. He just listened because he believed that God Almighty is calling me. Let me go. He will provide me. If your father says, come, let's go to Japan. How many will go with, to Japan? Everybody will go. And father is saying, you have to take your tickets. You have to buy your tickets. How many will go now? Then father says, you don't have to buy your tickets, but you have to work there among the, the poor people. And you will not be getting enough food. How many will come? The 10 becomes 5, 5 becomes 2. Towards the end, the only person who will be going will be Father. <laughs> this is our faith. Because we think that we need benefits. All that we do in our daily life is connected to some benefits. If you're not getting any benefits, I don't like to be. Father Abraham was not like that. He had faith in God. Number 2, he was trustworthy. God appointed him to be trustworthy. You know, is, is it easy? I have one son. If you think that, will I do the same thing what Abraham did? Father Matthews, you are taking Joshua to Mount Moriah and kill him. What will my wife say? So I went home and I'm telling, you know, I went to the Coptic church and God revealed me like this. Take Joshua go to Mount Moriah and kill him. What is the first response from my wife? <laughs> Thank you. What will the other, the women can say? What do you guys will say if, if it is? No. Only no? I don't think so. Are you crazy, father? No, and all these things are simple. I think you've gone crazy. I don't believe in you. But see the faith in God that God has asked me to do this one. The trustworthy. When we pray, when we ask God, our faith is not in abundance. Even it is like a mustard seed. You can move mountains. I think Father can tell you the story that happened in Egypt. The story that the mountain was moved in Egypt. Ask him. I went to that place. The whole mountain was moved. And they started saying, Kirillaisun. They prayed Kirillaisun with faith and trust that God will answer. Abraham prayed with that trust, with that faith. And he the third thing, not only trust and faith, he accepted the commandments of God. No matter what happens to his life, he was not worried. He accepted the commandments of the Lord. So number one, he had faith in God. He had trust in God. He accepted the commandments of God. And the last thing before I end. What will the last thing? In the Old Testament, God saying, Christ saying to Zacchaeus, 
you are the son of Abraham. Salvation has come to your house because you are the son of Abraham. So three things is okay to understand. Faith, trust, and, and trustworthy. The commandments of God. Faith, trust, and the commandment. What will be the fourth thing? You know, the life of Abraham. Three strangers came. In the Old Testament, hospitality has a high importance. Not to the people who you like. I, I can invite father and he give him a big dinner. Can I do to three homeless people? Can I invite three homeless people to my house and give them a big dinner? Is it possible? We will go to them. We will prepare some sandwich. In Houston and in, in San Antonio and Chicago, we used to do that one. We can go to them. How many of us can invite three strangers to our house? We are so scared. We have so much of alarm system. If somebody comes, where are you from? So I came to fix this, uh, this television in your house. Are you? I didn't get a call. We'll ask him 150,000 questions because we don't have trust in that person. And forget about three homeless people coming to my house and giving them food. Three strangers came to Abraham. He opened the doors. He welcomed them. He provided the best food. In the, in the Old Testament, if you're honoring widows, strangers, orphans, is considered very high. Jesus Christ came to the house of Zacchaeus and he is telling him, you invi invited me. You know that you have so many problems. I know, you, I know you very well. But you opened and you welcomed me. So what happens to this house? Salvation has come to this house. You are the son of Abraham. We, we live in a world when we make compromises. Is that true? For everything we make so many compromises. Even with faith, we make compromises. Even with liturgy, we make compromises. Father, you pray one hour. I will come at, uh, if you start the prayer at one o'clock, you will ask the, the, the priest, Father, when it will end? Normally our people ask, when it will end? What is the purpose you know? He comes at 1.45. We make compromise because everything is for granted. Let us take our minds and our, our bodies and our souls to that the Father who taught us to be trustworthy, to have faith, to feed the homeless people, to reach out to them, and even not to reach out to them, if they come to us, how we welcome the people. I'll tell a story that recently I went to a Verizon store. A Verizon store, because my phone was not working well, because I came with AT&T. So I changed Verizon, because Verizon has a better service in the area where we are living in Sugarland. I went to a rice and store, and this guy is not from the Christian faith. He's from a different faith. And he is telling me, Father, if our faith is a little bit, God will protect you and me very well. I can tell you a story, Father. And he told me a story. He's working in a gas station, and all of a sudden a, a guy came, and he was going to shoot him. He said, get all the, get all the money. I'm going to shoot him. So he started saying his prayer. What he learned from his faith. 
even forgetting to answer anything what this guy is asking. He started to pray. And he wants in the middle of the prayer to say that, he's asking, do you even speak English? This guy didn't answer anything. He wants to respond. But he thought, I started my prayer. I don't want to end the prayer without finishing my prayer. I don't want to end. I have to finish my prayer. With that faith, and he was thinking that, you know, in my faith, if somebody is killing me, I'll go to heaven. If I'm killing myself, I'll go to hell. He has that mindset. And he started to say the prayer. And he started saying the prayer and prayer. And this guy was shouting, you don't talk. You don't answer to my question. I'm going to shoot you. But this guy, what was this guy saying? Just the prayer. And before he ended the prayer, it's wasting my time. I'm going. This guy left. He didn't shoot him. What does that teach us? Not only praying, the faith that my God is going to protect us. Don't do it tomorrow. It might shoot. Then don't say, Father told me to pray. You have to take your protection, okay? But what I'm telling you is that, you know, tomorrow you will take this father from the Indian church came and there's somebody shooting, say a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> then don't blame on me. What I'm teaching you is that the faith, I cannot teach you the faith. You have to develop a habit of prayer. Why do we pray? Salvation, eternal life, judgment, and second coming. And to cleanse us and to purify us. There is a saying, more prayer, more power. Less prayer, less power. No prayer, no power. Got it? More we pray, are we becoming not the powerful one, spiritually powerful. Less we pray, we have become weaker in our lives. Nowadays we live in a world of compromises. We, the greatest thing that we can compromise is with God. Lord, I'm so sorry I was not able to say my prayers. God will say, okay, buddy, it's okay. Tomorrow I will say. The next day, Lord, I'm so tired I was working 10 hours. I was not able to pray. What God will say? Okay, buddy. This is going on forever. Because we have a sign from Father here in the church. He is praying for me. That is my faith. Don't assign your job to others. Prayer is within yourself. You have to develop a habit of praying sincerely. Why do we get back answer in our house? The fear of God in us is lost. Do you think that my children are not doing that one? They do. I tell them again and again. If the fear of God is lost in you, you don't feel the how others are feeling about you. You're saying bad things to me and you're getting hurt. How do you know that? How do you know that I'm getting hurt because of your bad words? Unless the godly factor in comes in you, you may not be able to understand. So start praying more. If you're back answering your parents, telling lies, think that I have judgment. There is second coming. There is salvation. My father will be there. I'll be here. We want all to be saved. We all want to be worshipping together in the eternal life. When we have eternal life, it's a different thing. I always say, when I go to the funerals, 
if you ask any dead person that you have to do have to come back what the person will say to me father this is the most happiest place i am because what i am doing is con continuous consistent worshiping worshiping with whom god almighty that's an experience i didn't understand what the prayer was there but i joined father but what i do is joining that prayer god said to moses god said to moses what did he said you are standing in a holy place take up your shoes the shoes means not this physical shoes when we come to church we have to have a mindset that i have to cleanse myself i have to remove all the filthy garment in li life what i did and i come to the presence of god and i will be blessed so how many passages i taught you today three passages very good from the book of luke chapter 19 the story of sacchus you know the story what happened in the life of sacchus what more i am going to give you the thought is that salvation has come to your life because you are also the son of abraham every every liturgy you attend you have to hear this voice if you are not able to hear this voice there is something wrong in us don't blame your priest don't blame the sermon of the priest don't there are people who come to church to listen to the music there are some people who come to listen to the sermon there are some people who come to see the liturgy some people come to even see the vestments and they go and they blame on each other that i was not able to get the right message why i was not prepared i was not able to receive what father gave me today god christ distributed the bread and he gave to one to judas to what happened to him when when he ate the bread what happened to him the devil entered him when we receive the qurbana is the devil going inside or the godly factor coming inside in us so be mindful that we i am here to be cleansed i am here to be purified i need to sanctify myself that i prepare myself like moses did he removed what what god said to be removed and he came and he received so compare why was abraham so important because of his hospitality his faith his trust and he accepted the commandments of god may god bless you it was such an honor i don't think that i was able to deliver much but carry these four things in your life every liturgy you attend feel that i don't want to be judged if i am judged i have to ask forgiveness don't wait till tomorrow to be to be having confession do it today and cleanse yourself and in the middle of the night if christ comes i i enter with him once again thank you father so you have to visit my parish too uh, it's uh, having wonderful relationship with that i think the orient lord church churches are doing good so pray for me i serve in lafkin a parish uh, 146 miles i came to this country in 2004 i was in dallas then i moved to san francisco then i moved to san antonio then i moved to chicago then i told my bishop bishop i need to settle down somewhere so finally he put me in houston and i'm going to lafkin hope in couple of years i'll be somewhere lo relocated in houston i told my bishop don't move me from anywhere i'm going to settle because my kids are tired of traveling and because of school and all and my daughter goes to university of houston and i told my bishop if there is an opening in moon i'll go there 
until that time don't transfer me anywhere because our transfer system is Musa so I was so happy and <coughs> coming back uh, I was a deacon in 96 I finished my studies from the Orthodox seminary in Kote in India and I went to Greece because I got a scholarship to learn iconography I and and iconography and monasticism from Greece because of Father Athanasius there in the Athens church he said why can't you visit uh, the Coptic Church. So there is a St. Antonio's Foundation. So they asked me to come and preach about the Indian culture in the Indian Church there. So I went there and I, I met uh, Baba Shinuda on the 6th of January and the because the, the liturgy starts in the evening, on the 5th evening and goes till in the morning. So I went there and I was a deacon, I was standing there and you know to see Pope Shinuda on the 6th of Jan is impossible because so many people come. I saw even the, uh, the, the president of the country come and greets him for and wishes him. So I'm standing with a, a small icon that I made of Saint Mark and I was standing. So every time he comes, so he every person who comes to the, uh, the, the Coptic uh, headquarters, what is that called as? The main, the cathedral church. So Pope Shinoda will come and he welcomes, he takes him inside, he talks for some time, then he leaves him back to the car. This happening. So I was thinking that I'll get a turn. So I, st I st was standing there from 8 in the morning and I got an appointment for 3 minutes at 2.30. I don't think even Pope Shinoda was able to eat something because that many guests comes and ins because that is like a big celebration in, in the Coptic church. So 2.30 he comes, he asked me, are you Ethiopian? I said, no, I'm Indian. I'm a deacon. Why are you here? I said, I have a small gift for you. This is the icon that I made. I was studying iconography and I, I gave to him. He said, very happy. Then I said, I would like to visit the monasteries in, in Egypt. He said, no. See, from 8 to 2.30, I'm expecting that he will say, <laughs> yes. He said, no. Then he looked at my face because he holds that, uh, that staff and the, the, the sleeve like this and he said, are you sad? I said, of course, Father, I'm sad. You are not going to, uh, you are not going alone. I'm going to give you a car, a, a guy to explain everything in English, and a driver. Go everywhere. And he gave me $500 too. And he gave me a cross. I still have that cross with me in my house. So every um, wedding or baptism I go, I use that cross. It's like a white and uh, he gave me $500 and a driver, and a car, and a secretary to explain from one end to the other end of Egypt. So I went from Alexandria to St. Minas. You name the monastery, I went there. Three months of unlimited travel. That is the great blessings I got from the Coptic Church. I can never forget. One month I stayed with Bishop Thava de Rose in Port Said. <coughs> there is a big radio station there. So he asked me to sing songs in my language and I'll sing all the sing my language. Even I missed, I made mistakes, he didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back to recordings in the, in, in the radio station, <laughs> because you know, you can't sing all of a sudden. He asked me to sing some songs and I started singing. I didn't have the liturgical book. So I made my mistakes, but the tune went so well that I balanced. <laughs> that bishop was so, so loving. I can't forget that bishop too. I was studying for masters in 99 in Bangalore. I never had a computer, I never used computers. He sent me $2,000 to buy computers and my fees for two years. 
So I have a very deep and wonderful relationship with the Coptic Church. $2,000 in 97 is a muja money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. So after that, I never contacted him. So the other day, Father gave me, one of the priests gave me his numbers. I'm trying to call him. And my dream is to go one more time and to stay in St. Macarius, St. Antonio's, these are the, and St. Minas. I want to stay more. That's the way I can cleanse myself for all the sins I have committed. Because the fathers, they pray unceasingly, never-ending prayers. So this is the, my relationship with the Coptic Church. So Pope Shinoda. And recently, in 2004 years ago, Pope, the, the Pope Tabadaros came here. I got an opportunity to say hello. And I took a picture. I have that picture in my <laughs> Facebook. So we didn't talk much. He didn't say go all the in. <laughs> didn't say anything because there is a big. But Bishop uh, Pope Shinoda, I can't forget. Loving face, loving personality. You, when you stand with next to him, you feel that the grace is pouring onto you. I experienced that from my life. Have you seen Pope Shinoda? How many of you have seen? See, such a blessing. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. You feel. And I stayed. Uh, where uh, there is a monastery sensory of uh, Syrian that so he stays there so he comes uh, once in a week or once in a month to pray in that monastery so I stayed there I was not able to see him because he was very far but I got an opportunity in on June 6 97 January 6 97 so recap <laughs> Genesis chapter 18 the story of Abraham the hospitality of Abraham how we can treat the homeless people or the strangers in life and bring life to their lives so that we will hear the voice what Jesus Christ said to Zacchaeus. Today, salvation has come to your house. Chris, you are the son of? Good. I only know one name. Sorry to say that again and again. And then the four things I don't want to repeat. So prayer is the most important factor in our life where we can see Christ face to face. Zacchaeus, experience of Zacchaeus is that he was able to see Christ face to face. He just thought that I want to see Christ. What happened? He appeared to him like this. If you call upon God with sincere faith, even little bit, he will appear to you like this and he will talk to you. Hey brother, you're doing your exams? Don't worry, I'm with you. But you have to study too. <laughs> he gives you strength to study. He takes the laziness out of your life. He'll make you study because he is with you. Because you want to see Christ. He'll come to you. May God bless you. Hope you had some good time with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's stand to pray. Barakim, our Father, heavenly, we thank you for this wonderful time, especially to be with this church and to pray with this Father and this congregation and all those who came and assembled for this Bible study. Let us spend some time to deep look deeper into our hearts and imagine the life of Zacchaeus. What was that? the life of Abraham and our lives. Let us compare and 
every liturgy, every prayer we attend, we want to listen to this voice. Today salvation has come to you. You are also the son. You are also the daughter of Abraham. Because he was trustworthy. He was having faith. He accepted the commandments of God. He was able to provide to the strangers. The three people that came. Lord bless each and everyone who has come prepared for this Bible study. Lord whoever enters this church finds peace. All their worries, their challenges, their sickness. And they feel the grace of God when they enter and pray in this holy church. We ask that Lord bless this father. God has given him a lot of grace. Let that grace be multiplied so that he can run this church according to your will, God. We pray for our parents. We pray for the Holy Church. We pray for our spiritual fathers. We also pray for our departed, especially in the intercession of Mother Mary and all the saints, now and always, forever and ever. Amen. Make us worthy to pray thankfully. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us as they are daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The love of God the Father, the grace of the only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, and the communion and the gift of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you.